a lot of podcasts these days. Tip, tip, tippy toe around everybody's little feelings. The little snowflakes are fragile. But you won't get any of that crap here. Welcome to the Mark G Show. From political issues to cultural issues to current events and everything in between, we're talking about it. And we talk about it how we want. Melting the little snowflakes. (laughs) This is the Mark G Show. And this is Mark G. What's going on, everybody out there in the social media world? This is Mark G. I got Gary G with me. That's right. It's my brother. Man, so y'all missed my recording yesterday because we did not go live. Uh, Well, as most of you know, let me get it out of the way. I run a local business here in my state. And when employees call out and you own a small operational business, you yourself as a business owner have to go into work. And that's what I did. So that puts podcasts on hold until today. And here we are. Now we're live. We're running. We're operating. I'm not in a body bag. The wife has not murdered me yet. Gary, what's going on, brother? Not too much, dude. Just ready to uh, dig into some some fun little topics tonight. Yeah, man. There's a lot of stuff that's been happening. But before we dig into all this stuff, because I know we're going down the icebreaker lane with some of these social media platforms, maybe not Twitter so much anymore, but I'm still going to get it out of the way. Uh, to everybody, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch, please know as you're listening to our show, Everything you're hearing uh, from myself, my brother, or any guests that may come on through the Wisdom app is the commentary and the opinions of ourselves and does not reflect you in any way. And it is for entertainment purposes only. Do what you want to do with the information. That's how I'm going to word this out. And just like I said, entertainment purposes only. You are the sole decider whether or not if it you want to listen to what we have to say or just say, hey, these guys are just freaking idiots and move on. So with that being right, with that being said, a lot of shits happened over the course of a week and a few days here. Elon Musk has officially purchased Twitter. We were talking about that in our last podcast on how he was thinking about buying Twitter, and he has now done so and has shaken up a lot of people in Congress, which he should. And it's awesome, but at the same time, Congress is now, I guess, calling upon Elon Musk to bring him aboard and ask him what his plans are with Twitter. And it's kind of curious because this guy probably doesn't have a full set game plan on what he wants to do with Twitter. I mean, I'm sure he does. He wants to bring back freedom of speech. I mean, who doesn't want freedom of speech? Whether you're on the left side, the right side, you should want freedom of speech. You should be able to want people to express their opinions, to voice their opinions. And whether people agree with it or not, well, it's up to them. If they don't want to listen and agree with them, they can just shake their head, nod their head and walk away and their life still goes on. Am I right or am I wrong? I mean, and, 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 you know, when you think about it, it's kind of funny that we've come to this as a nation, the United States, that now we don't want to, if we don't like your opinion, we cry to big daddy government and try to ask them to fix it. And by fixing it, you mean what? Oh, by fixing, you know, silencing us. And censoring speech. Censoring speech. And, And they're working on censoring speech in a big way. And for those who... Let me get this out there. I've always said it, and I've said it way before, and a lot of people are like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. History tends to repeat itself. 
It may not repeat itself in the exact same way, but it does replicate in a certain way that history does turn out to repeat itself. And we're looking at that right now. Today's date, even a couple days early, but we are now looking at history starting to repeat itself again. This ridiculous administration that we have in the White House right now, the Biden or Obama administration, however you want to word it, because I still think Obama may be running a little things over there, have started up this thing called the Ministry of truth <laughs> you've heard you've heard of this ministry of truth haven't you brother oh haven't i yeah i mean adolf hitler 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 had ministry of truth um there's a few other dictators out there that have had stalin. who is it i think stalin thanks stalin i'm sorry bro. i'm having a hard time here i'm just turning you up i think stalin, stalin. also okay the ministry of truth. So in this ministry of truth is supposed to have you as P- Americans sit there and go, oh, I heard this. Let me go on a ministry of truth or whatever the website is at the time. I don't know if they created the website yet. We can go and look up the information. Let big daddy government tell you whether it's truth or fake, which I'm sorry. I'm not going to let the government tell me anything and believe anything that comes out of the government's mouth. I don't even care who's in office. Let me put that out there. You know, I voted for Trump. But I, if even with a website out there, if Trump had it, I wouldn't like it. It's not a good idea. And I still wouldn't believe it. Like, you, you have to take everything the government says with a grain of salt. No matter what, what side you're on, you have to take a grain of salt. You can pick, nitpick a little bit out of it and go, okay, yeah, I can kind of agree with him on this one. But at the same time, the government cannot dictate what's true. They really can't. Neither can the media. The media has been doing a lot of bullshit stuff lately, too, to just egg people on to certain aspects of things that it's, I don't know. I'm blown away by this ministry of truth, number one. We're in America. When does government have to come up and say, hey, you know, we're going to create the ministry of truth so you guys can find out the truth about COVID, but wait a minute. Isn't there a few things that the right-wing people or even the right the perfect mind people said hey this about covid government's like no 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 then all of a sudden they're coming out saying oh yeah that was right that's yeah. true so the There's government a lot of stuff that that people got silenced and and banned off of twitter or whatever social media platform for voicing their opinion and it was then fact checked and then later proven to be correct but but the government but the government said it was wrong and it was false at the time and Called it false information. It's ridiculous. So many people, so many business owners have had their, that run their businesses and promote on social media. have had their lives uplift because they weren't able to advertise on social media. They weren't able to post on social media because of something that they shared on their personal page. Oh, we don't like what you say because it goes against our agenda or it goes against our thoughts. And now we're going to ban you for this. And I'm sorry, but now your business is going to hurt too. Like this control over the American people from the government, from big tech, from social media is outrageous. And everybody, not just the people on the right, but the people on the left should be quite pissed off at this. And no one, yeah, it's very concerning. And no one, no one at all should be liking this ministry of truth, not a single soul. And if they do, you may want to take a hard look at your life and read up on history. There's a book my brother was telling me about when we're on the phone that may be a good book for you guys to read. I know I've got to get the audio version because I hate reading, and I'll listen to the audio version of the book. 
But what is what is the name of the book again? It's George Orwell's 1984. George Orwell 1984. No, it like everybody knows. Um, everybody knows of that book, uh, or at least they've heard of the phrase like "Oh, Big Brother's watching you," and that's it's literally what we're living in right now. I feel like it's uh, it's kind of a it's like a brave new world in 1984. I feel like we're we're kind of in like a a mashup between the two of those little dystopian shorts. But yeah, yeah, the Ministry of Truth rings very consistently with 1984. So yeah, I'm definitely I gotta get the audio version of that, and over the the course of the week down work and listen to that book. I'm sure I can finish it within a week's worth of work. Um, but it, I don't know how long the audio book is, but it shouldn't be, shouldn't be crazy long. You should be able to finish it with probably within a couple of days. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, what, what's this? Bogues is posting something over here on YouTube says I have 1984 right here. I have read it a long ago and sometimes I reread it as well. Bogues, please let us know uh, as you're reading since you have read that book and you're uh, rereading it. Have you felt anything related to that book that's happening now currently within our country? I would love to know your opinion on that. And, and as you waiting for your reply on that, there's something when I'm talking about government control, um, I will love, I can go ahead and talk about something else that's government control. Currently right now, the government is looking at banning menthol and all tobacco products. That is pipe tobacco, cigarette tobacco and vape products. Anything that's tobacco related, they are looking to ban menthol altogether because they say menthol entices teenagers and adults probably as well, but there's rewording on teenagers to smoke. Menthol alone is what's enticing them to smoke. Okay. Is that so, what they're saying? Is yeah, that they're, they're, that's, that's their thing. They're going for it because they're saying that's enticing teenagers to smoke. Menthol. It's, it's the menthol. The menthol, menthol flavor. Is Correct. Making people smoke. Right. Like the, the cooling like sensation. The nicotine that's making people smoke. Right. That's no, it it's not the nicotine. They're saying it's the menthol itself. Got it. Okay. So if we're going to go off of that. Why the fuck is the government not looking at flavored alcohol? Last time I checked, there is more flavored alcohol in the market now than there is any flavored flavored tobacco, but we're going to focus on menthol. They're saying menthol entices teenagers to smoke. How the hell is uh, whipped cream, vodka, fruity pebble beer, coffee flavored beer, Hold on, fruity pebble beer? Yes, there is a fruity pebble beer. Yeah, I know it just sounds nasty, right? <laughs> seriously, a fruity pebble beer, whipped cream, whipped cream vodka, um, apple pie moonshine, pickle moonshine. There's a pickle juice moonshine. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. There's a pickle. Moon- I mean, I'm a fan of moonshine and pickle juice, but I don't think I could. <laughs> I'm not sure how. Good if if I still drank, I would probably try, but I don't drink anymore. But <laughs> but seriously, I mean. If you think about it, so we got all this flavored alcohol, right? I mean, the Berry Blast, um, all this new stuff, the Budweiser and Anaheim is coming, well, the same company. They're coming out with like with their seltzers, like all these fucking hundreds of flavor of freaking alcohol hard seltzers out there. Twisted Tea, you know that one meme where the dude knocked out the other dude with the Twisted Tea in the can, now Twisted Tea is being thrown around. Iced Tea flavored alcohol, I mean, come on. How are we just going to go after fucking menthol cigarettes? But not come after all this flavored alcohol. Last I knew, alcohol has probably killed even more people than tobacco has. 
because alcohol does cause cancer. That's a good toss-up, though. I wonder what the fucking stats are on that. That would be a phenomenal stat. Anybody on Wisdom right now, if we do happen to have anybody who's good with statistics, if you want to, if you know these statistics, I would love to have you chime on in on this um, because I am serious. So if you think about it, you can get cancer from drinking. Uh, you can you can get behind a wheel when you're drunk. You can go ahead and number one, get yourself killed. You can kill other people when you're drinking, driving, take away other people's lives from their loved ones. And it's seriously, it's blows my mind. We're going to come back to talking about this whole alcohol thing with teenagers. I've got the bogues coming in over on YouTube with a couple of things. Though. This is, this is via CNN. So, okay, uh, go for it. Take it for what it's worth. Tobacco versus alcohol. And this is a seven, seven, eight year old stat from 2014. Okay. It looks like tobacco had 480,000 deaths attributed to it. And then alcohol at 88 thousand deaths attributed to it okay so they're saying eighty-eight thousand deaths attributed to alcohol are they including anything from drunk driving uh that i don't know it's it's like a little infographic it's just a just a quick little stat okay because i'm wondering if you know if it may be cancer that's related to alcohol and stuff like that or uh, liver disease um alcohol poisoning there's so much shit from alcohol I can tell you, cigarettes, what's that? Violence from the alcohol. Yeah, violence. You know, if someone gets drunk, they cause domestic violence. And alcohol can do a lot of fucking damage, more than I think tobacco can. In all reality, I think alcohol can do more damage than tobacco. Hmm. Tobacco, I know for a fact, as a tobacco, I vape, I vape, I quit cigarettes, but I do vape. Um, I know for a fact with tobacco, I have a chance of getting lung cancer. I know that as a user, I have a chance of getting mouth cancer. I believe it is. Um, I believe those are really the only two main cancers you can get from tobacco. What's that? Mouth, esophageal. Yeah. uh, So, you know, lung. lung. I mean, the series of series of cancer they can get from your mouth down into your lungs from, from a cigarette or tobacco use. And with alcohol, you can get esophageal cancer. You can get um, liver cancer. You can get um, liver damage, alcohol poisoning. You could die getting behind a wheel, drinking and driving. You could end up killing someone because you get rage. You, there's so many ways of dying from alcohol. So this is from a treatment center. I'm not going to say their name, but they're saying diseases, uh, carcinogens, and cigarettes. So uh, here is some complications associated with alcohol consumption. Alcohol consumption, not smoking. Okay. Lung cancer, alcohol consumption. Really? A lot of people don't realize, like, you're, uh, if I'm remembering this correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, internet world. But, like, <laughs> when, you're, when you're breathing, like, alcohol, like, your lungs are are partly responsible for the processing of alcohol. That's why when you're breathing, you can take, you can smell it. It's coming through like your lungs. So like, I don't like to drink because it fucks my, my chest up. It fucks my lungs up. Like I get bubble lung when I drink. So I don't drink. So, but yeah, so uh, lung cancer is the top one. Asthma, bronchitis, emphysema, cardiovascular disease, strokes, heart attacks, colon cancer, rectal cancer, liver cancer, uh, it weakens your immune system. It can give you diabetes. Um, it can lead to a poor response to arthritis treatment. Uh, it can cause erectile dysfunction. That's 
that doesn't make you fucking stop nothing <laughs> um, and tuberculosis so that's just a, a handful of complications that are associated with alcohol interesting so you say rectal uh, cancer is one of them yep and i'm gonna get a little personal here if my mom's listening mom i love you but listen my mom was a hardcore drinker she just recently fought her battle with rectal cancer. So I'm wondering if her drinking had a play within her rectal cancer. I mean, that would kind of make sense. Possible. Yeah, right. And possible. then what was, uh, so you said rectal cancer. What was a cup? Read that back I again. Yeah, I got it up. So uh, the top one, again, I, I don't know if these are numbered in any particular order or whatever, but right. this is just a list. So lung cancer, asthma, bronchitis, emphysema, right? That's pretty understandable. Cardio, and again, these are associated with alcohol consumption, uh, cardiovascular disease, uh, heart disease and stroke, colon cancer, rectal cancer, liver cancers, a weakened immune system. Right there. Stop right there. Yep. We weakened immune system. You and I can almost contest. I was healthy throughout this whole freaking bullshit pandemic, completely healthy on the keto diet. I fell off of it, but I was still staying healthy. That one night that we did a live podcast, uh, I drank a bunch, a couple of beers that night. That following day, it was like my immune system had its little shutdown, and all of a sudden, I had COVID, and I was being wrecked by COVID. I got wrecked by it. It freaking knocked me down for a few days. Yeah, but you know what? I, like looking back at my experience with COVID and, and yours, I would. I mean, I'm saying this from a place of ignorance, right? Because I had my experience and yours, yours was yours. But it's like, I would almost have rather had dealt with what you dealt with, like two to three days of just absolutely feeling like shit. Right. And then you're fine. Like, I felt sick, right? It was kind of like a, an interesting sickness. It wasn't like a cold or any flu that I'd ever had. But that was in December. And here we are at the beginning of May. And my smell and my taste are still fucked up. Yeah, you were telling me about that. That's so weird. Like, and when I had COVID, I only lost like taste and smell for like a couple hours here, a couple hours there, but I never lost it for a full day. <laughs> it's a trip, man. And it's like, and the thing that's weird about the uh, the smell is like, if I'm smelling something, like I can put up like a like a eucalyptus oil or like a coffee oil or like any of the essential oils, um, smelling my food, bananas and stuff like that. The I have the underlying scent of what it is that I'm smelling like a banana or uh, my dinner or whatever. Right. But there's this additional layer of like a funk. Hmm. It's not a pleasant smell, whatever it is. It's not a pleasant smell. And it's like when I, if I'm peeling an orange, the little, the little terpenes or the tannins that are coming off right. the, the orange peel, something about that shit doesn't set right with my, my, my nose. The same thing with a banana. I'll open a banana, I'll smell it, and it like I don't know, man. Like there's definitely, and I can taste the smell that I have. Oh, that's just wrong. Great. It's not good, dude. It sucks. <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. Like I'd almost rather have dealt with two to three days of just feeling like absolute shit, and then right. boom, it's done. Like mine was like kind of a lingering, weird thing for a week or two, but then fucking. Five months later, I'm still not able to smell the way that I was smelling pre-COVID. All right. So it's uh, kind of weird. Right. Uh, so before we move forward, uh, I, we did talk, I'll ask Bogus to send us some information, what they thought about the 1984 book that we're referring to. 
Uh, they have commented over here a couple of times on Facebook. So I just want to go over and read their comments. I'm going to throw them up on the screen so everybody who's watching on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch can see them as well. Um, as it relates, to, uh, this is coming from Bogues. Uh, as it relates to this pandemic, I definitely see tie-ins with how things were in 1984, the Swiss Army knife of all purposes excuses, this boogeyman 19-19 global obedience training. Uh, then he goes on to say, the smartphones give everyone their script and what narrative to push out, the hijacking of the human face for the obedience muzzle, flag of obedience across the face. Um, it's going down again, the obedience injections, all of this stuff is 1984 insanity. Um, he throws out COVID and then he goes, I've never once placed the obedience muzzle on my face. Never once taken the obedience injections, never will comply with a center for disobedience control. I, so, um, I, I've never read the book, so I'm, I'm going to have to read it to really understand what he, what he's fully talking about. I mean, I kind of get the gist of where he's going with this. Um, I, for one, uh, Bogues, I can tell you, I am not vaccinated. I don't plan on getting vaccinated. Um, I can tell you in my household, there is only one person that get vaccinated. Listen, they're an adult, so it's their choice. Uh, and that, that's the thing about me. Right. And that's the thing I'm sure my brother is too. I really don't care if people get vaccinated or not. I am concerned for them because I myself still do not trust it. Um, so I do don't, I will have concern for them, but they're their own person. And I think that's one of the reasons why I created this podcast, because a lot of people have forgotten that people are their own person. They've forgotten that everybody has their own opinions. Everybody has their own thoughts and they should be entitled to them. And when we're talking about the banning of menthol tobacco, but not coming after flavored alcohol, if we're talking about this, um, truth ministry of truth, it royal boils down to that. They are trying to take away our own thoughts. They're trying to take away our own opinions. Like they're saying, you can't have that thought. You can't have that opinion. Because if you do, you're going against us. And that's what they did to those parents at the school board. When parents were standing up for their kids with masks, uh, for wearing mask that mandates and stuff like crazy. that. And they were calling parents freaking, um, I can't think of the name of the word right now. Help me out here. I don't know if they were They're domestic, domestic terrorists. terrorists. They were calling parents domestic right. terrorists. Yep. They were calling parents domestic terrorists. That's fucking wild, man. For like, like seriously. Uh, you know who knows? You know who knows what's good for their children. Do you know who knows what's good for their? The parents do. The parents know what's good for their children. Now, don't get me wrong. There are parents out there that do not treat their kids well, and that beat their kids and do this stuff with their kids. And those are the parents. Yes, they need to have situations administered where their kids are taken away and put into good homes. But for a majority of parents, that pay their bills, feed their kids, make sure their kids are clothed, make sure they're having a good, decent lifestyle. Um, those parents have every right to say what goes on for their kids. Up until the time that they are an adult or can start thinking of their own, then they're living underneath their parents' roof. Their parents know what's good for their kids. Not the government. Correct. Correct. Not the school. And it's like the government's role has they've way overstepped their role but it's like they're they're trying to protect people against themselves right right and it's like i don't i'm not sure uh, um on board with that i feel like 
you gotta you gotta you gotta stub your toes you gotta trip you gotta skin your knees you gotta you gotta fall on your face a handful of times you gotta fuck up you gotta learn you do and um i don't i'm not sure if protecting people by i don't know removing a menthol cigarette that's not gonna that's not gonna i don't think that's gonna have the desired effect that they want it's going to cause underground selling of menthol cigarettes. There's going to be people trying to recreate it. And it's like, look Even at the alcohol prohibition. I mean, there, there's a bunch of stuff like that's going to happen. It's just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't agree. I don't think, I don't think that's a role for the government to tell people what they can or cannot consume. Right. I mean, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I'm an idiot. So no, I mean, you know, if you think about it, the government's telling you, you can't have menthol cigarettes, but they're telling you you need to take an injection. Of some experimental thing. Correct. For the greater good, of course. For the greater good. <laughs> for the greater good of humanity. Yeah. Hot uh, Fuzz. Isn't that the movie Hot Fuzz? Yeah. Seen that one? Isn't uh, that like the whole thing where they go, it's for the greater good. And it's like all <laughs> super like brainwashed. Yeah. That's what I, when I'm like, that's the scenes that pop in my head when they're like, you're trying to kill my grandma because you don't want to take the vaccine. And it's like, it's for the greater good. And it's like, Jesus fuck like you you're so brainwashed that you can't think for yourself like i get it right like yeah i think as a society we all need to kind of look out for one another but but um i'm not going to take an experimental medication because half of the country is obese and has a shit lifestyle and they don't take care of themselves i am not taking an experimental medication because I would rather eat healthy and go into the gym and lift heavy things and get my heart rate to spike and do some cardio and stay healthy and eat right and do that shit on a day-to-day basis. And you know what? That's your opinion and that's your right. And it should never be taken away from you. You're right. And you should not be attacked for it. No. And that's unfortunately is what we're seeing. And the sad part is a lot of these attacks that are coming towards people who decide not to get vaccinated or who go against the, the realm of the people now is the government's making us look like the bad people. They're making us look like we're the ones that hate our country. And and, when we're not, we're the ones who are standing up saying, listen, we want the freedom of speech. We want the freedom of our own bodies. Now, this is where you and I can disagree on, right? So when we say freedom of choice or whatever and stuff, there's people that do come after me and they'll talk about, well, you're, you're against the woman's body on abortion. They bring, they, the abortion always seems to come up on that, right? So we all have our different opinions. I don't care who you are. You have a different opinion than probably the person to your left and the person to your right, unless you know you and your better half's right on the schedule. Like I even disagree with my wife on some of the stuff with on that. Um, What's your stance on on abortion? My stance is is this: so I feel as right a woman and number one, if a woman is raped, that definitely this should be her option. I, I want to get rid of this, right? I can't do with it. Um, I feel as, yes, it is a woman's body, but as we'll say, like, I don't know, say you, you got your wife knocked up and she went ahead and had an abortion without communicating with you as that, would you feel a little bit hurt? Like, why wasn't the communication done with me? Why did you make this choice without me? 
I mean, I would lose my shit if that were to happen. But fortunately, my wife and I are on the same page. So it's right. not really a thing that I would have to worry about. No, no, exactly. But what I'm saying is but, like, but so yeah, in, in the male part of sense, like why, it should be a communication. If you are with somebody, it should be a partner thing. I can understand abusive relationships. You're in an abusive relationship. You don't want to bring a kid into this world because you're afraid that you know, the abuser can try kidding the kid and be an abusive kid. There, there's different realms that I, I, I can steam it. Yeah, I get it. And in other ways, it's like, I can't. Because at the same time, there's a lot of people who cannot have children. Um, this op- adoption opens up doors for people that can. But at the same time, I understand for a mother who carried a baby full term and has to give up her kid to adoption um, I can get how that can be hard on the mother as well. So, you know, there's a lot of things I get and there's a lot of things I don't get. And that's why I enjoy conversation. That's why I love talking to people that have different opinions of me because it does open up that door and it does get my brain thinking. It makes me go, okay, I can listen to you. I can understand you. I'm sure right now on Wisdom and YouTube and whatever, people are sitting there yelling at me right now because of my opinions. But it's just... It opens up the door for conversation. And that's my opinion. That's my thought, right? I'm not going to look down on anybody. You know, someone comes out to me and says, oh, I had an abortion. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what was your reason? You know, I love to learn. What, what made you think that you had to do this? But there's some things that I don't understand, like certain states. Now, don't hold me on this because I haven't researched this because I wasn't even planning on bringing up this topic. But I heard like um, some states are making it almost up to full term to have an abortion. To me, that is absolute bullshit. I don't agree with that 100%. I believe if there is a heartbeat, if there is a beating heart, I don't believe there should be an abortion. To me, at the beating heart phase, that to me is a living, breathing human being. But then again, that is my thought process on that. What's your thoughts? Well, I, uh, so because I know that the nation is divided pretty heavily on the subject, um, my stance is uh, is an I'd like to consider it an interesting one, but I, I, I believe it's probably more common than not. So like me personally, me for my life, I'm very pro-life. I'm a pro-life person, um, whether it's the moment of conception or a heartbeat or whatever. That's me. But the caveat is I'm pro-life but I feel like what's best for the country is to be pro-choice. And the reason why is because of all of the variables that you mentioned. So um, there is a lot of variables and look, I get it. Like the mother could carry full term and, and, and put it up for adoption or she could deal with like looking at that child for the rest of her life and, and seeing her poor situation that may have happened in order to get her pregnant. If she was raped or what have you. Right. Um, but for me, I'm just, I'm pretty firm. I'm, I'm a, I'm a pro-life person, but I, I think that it would be best for the country, um, to be pro-choice with that being said, I think, um, education around the, the risks of getting an abortion because, uh, DNCs are not, they're not particularly gentle on the women. Um, so, um, I mean, that's just one of many variables and I know, you know, other people who are on my page of being pro-life, they don't they don't agree with any reason for pro-choice. But um, it comes down to freedom 
and it comes down to I shouldn't be able to tell you what to do, you know. And I think it's fucked up to to kill to kill uh, a little a little worm, but um, <laughs> sometimes the sometimes yeah, I think babies are worms. They look <laughs> like a little worm. Little, they look like little grubs. No, dude, they look like worms, aliens but... when they come out. <laughs> yeah, trust right? me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, for me, I'm I'm very pro-life, um, but I I believe that pro-choice is probably best for the country, just because of uh, situations that are beyond our control. No, you know this. So, and the great thing is, once again, I'm going to keep saying this probably throughout the show. That is your opinion, yeah. and you are freaking entitled to it. Mm-hmm. But this new Ministry of Truth may come out and tell you. No, no, Gary, you can't think like that. This is the truth about it. And that's the shit that's blowing my mind right now. And the hardcore liberals are the ones that are going to be coming after and attacking everybody. Ah, I'm so fed up with this shit. Like, everybody should be entitled to their opinion. (laughs) Everybody. I don't care. And that's why I've always welcomed anybody who's liberal, anybody who's a Democrat, I've invited them all onto the show to have a great conversation because you know what? Like I've always said, I don't judge a single freaking person. I don't. I judge them by their character. I don't judge them by their color. I don't judge them by whatever political side they're on. We're going to have differences, but we can talk about it like adults. We can have a good conversation. We don't have to sit there and if I'm unvaccinated, they don't have to sit there and wish death upon me. Uh, as you said, call me a grandma killer. They don't. You know, that may be in their freaking head, but do they got to come out and really say it and call that out? And the reason why I'm saying that is because Bogues down here did post something pretty cool on Facebook. What happened to all the anti-bullying campaigns and anti-body shaming campaigns? All of that is now government approved with COVID. YouTube. And yes, that is, um, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting situation right now. But like, I've been talking to some people about all of this stuff that's been going on and it's, and regardless of uh, what political side of the spectrum they are on, a lot of people seem to agree that things have just gotten so weird and bizarre that it's, it, it should correct itself because there's enough people again on both sides of the political spectrum who, who don't agree with, everything that's going on right it's like yeah you have the extremes of both parties and they're and they're both the the noisy ones but they're the minority like they are the minority the extreme right and the extreme left are the minority and the majority of folks who are you know pretty well rounded and 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 kind of fit the bill of both sides pretty center uh, which i believe is the majority of people they're not happy with what's going on they're not happy with being forced to to wear a mask they're not they're not happy with having to take a shot or they're going to lose their ability to go to work and provide for their family like that's that's very blackmailish and um and unfortunately and, a lot of people got blackmailed for that yeah man like a lot of the folks that i work out with the people at my gym like they work at hospitals you know and like a lot of them were forced into getting this shit and like these these are people who are in peak physical condition like i'm talking these people move a lot of weight their their conditioning their ability to go hard and move well for a long time under fatigue like they're great athletes like these are peak 
fucking performance physically peaked people and they're being forced into this because of other people's health and the risk that other people are at. I just don't agree with I have to sacrifice the 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 point zero 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 one percent whatever of the the negative things that could happen from the shot. Um, I don't want to take that risk. I'd rather take my risk with being organic and lifting weights and going hard in the gym and eating a clean diet because there's an ungodly amount of data that shows that that's the best stuff that you can do for you. Even Fauci fucking said that shit. There's interviews of that goddamn fucking piece of shit. I hate that guy. Oh, you that. love Fauci so much, don't you? That guy. There's even footage of that guy saying when someone was like, should they wear masks? Should they get vaccinated? And he starts laughing and he's like, no, don't drink alcohol. Go to the gym, get sunlight, uh, get fresh air exercise don't drink eat well sleep well like it's all the normal shit that you're supposed to do that's what he said he said that's your best line of defense and then all of a sudden like now ooh, now it's all about totalitarian control hey, and, but and brainwashing people disney made a video for fauci a documentary for him god damn they also made one for hitler didn't they <laughs> and Fal- the Jews. i think they made one for yeah dude did they but fauci fauci yeah. did have a message for you though in his documentary yeah fuck that guy. i love you yeah i bet he does <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck that guy so bad dude. so there's photos of him i guess there was like a white house thing the other day right yeah and like he he was saying that he didn't want to go to the thing because of uh whatever associated risks that he felt there were but he was more than happy to hang out unmasked and at the pre-party it's just fucking smoke and mirrors man everything about it is just so dumb it's so dumb and hypocritical and counter it like i don't know i, I was going to say counterintuitive but it's a uh, contradictory everything about it is just hypocritical and contradictory doesn't make sense logic has been completely thrown out the fucking window. So I'm not sure the truth on this one, too. If anybody knows about this, please chime in. I, I may talk about this on next week's podcast. I want, I want to put it out there and plug it in, though. Maybe somebody has heard about this. I watched an interesting uh, video of <clears throat> we're currently being warned, right, that there's food prices are going to be going up, right? That They've gone up. They've so gone up, but supposedly there's more of a shortage coming within the meat industry. Yeah, so, uh, why, right? Sorry to just steamroll you here. A no, bunch I'm... of fucking meat packing facilities and meat processing plants have basically, surprisingly, they've all been exploded. Thank you. A, That's what I was coming up with. Like yes. Fertilizer plants and, and stuff like that. They're all being exploded, but it's all mechanical failures, right? That absolutely couldn't be some schmucks out there causing problems, right? Because PETA wouldn't do anything like that. No, PETA wouldn't That's do anything. PETA. Not at all. Throw right. under the bus. Or, or like I said, let me put it out there again. TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Everything we're hearing right now is uh, opinions of ourselves and maybe our guest on the show. And it's for entertainment PETA. purposes only. But I'm saying PETA. I I don't I I zero suspect that of PETA a big brother. I mean, I just like to throw them under the bus because I think they're a joke associated. Oh, PETA's a big joke. They they threw up a big lobster advertising at the airport in Maine. You know. 
Yeah, trying to destroy the uh, lobster industry in the state of Maine, telling people—I I can't remember what that what it was—but it was telling people not to eat lobster. I'm I'm yeah. sorry, but majority of people who come to Maine, the tourists that come to Maine, the first thing they're doing is they're going down and getting themselves a four dollar ninety nine cent a pound lobster because lobster is fucking cheap in our state because that's what 99. we're known for. That's expensive, isn't it? Didn't it used to be cheaper than that. Oh, I think they used to be like two ninety nine. But lo- yeah. how much is lobster where you're at? I wouldn't even be able to tell you i could go to the asian market there's a there's an asian market right down the street i would assume that they'll have some main lobster right i can and, look i'll go next time i look or next time i go i'll look yeah take a take a look at because i can almost guarantee i think most places uh, out of out of probably state like or more probably more i think when dad last time i talked to dad said like lobster is like 26.99 27.99 a pound in, in cali yeah in la all right so 4.99 a pound for lobster is not bad Four ninety nine is a pretty damn good. That's a steal. And I miss lobster, to be honest with you. I really do. I really wish I could eat it again. I ate it my whole life. I ate clams, steamers, my whole life. And then Why I get told because I got an allergy test done. I'm not sure if I ever told you this, but I uh, yeah. a while back, like when I first started vaping, I was probably about five or six months in. I started breaking out like these weird rashes. I like, oh shit, maybe I'm allergic to the PG, the VG, whatever that's in the uh, vape. So I had an allergy test done. They did my blood and it came back that I'm deathly allergic to shellfish and I'm allergic to, I've been eating my whole life, but supposedly you can gain an allergy um, over the course of your life, which I never knew. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Come and go. Yeah. So like I've got EpiPens now in case I break out the shellfish. Like I, I should ask to get another allergy test done just to I see would if get it comes back. a lobster tail and just keep that shit right near my neck. <laughs> like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to fucking <laughs> I have the EpiPen ready. All right, here we go. I'm going to enjoy this fucking lobster. Worst case scenario, I'm going to jab my leg afterwards. Let's go. butter in that lobster tail and dude, my EpiPen. I'm, t- I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> Nothing like nothing tastes as good as a lobster just saturated in butter. Or you taking the steamers, you take the neck off the little steamer, you keep dropping your steamers in the batter of butter, and then by the time you get that cup full of steamers, you're just sitting there slopping it up. Oh man, it's so good. So bomb. So bomb. There's oh. a seafood boil place right here in town that one of my coworkers went to. He said it's like forty five bucks for like some lobster tail and some scallops and some shrimps. Oh, so I'm yummy. thinking about uh, maybe going to get a little seafood <laughs> boil this weekend. I don't know. Oh, man. Shri- really shrimp good. is so good. Shrimp scampi. Bucks, dude. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody watch and listen to our show right now. As you can see, my brother and I have like this little small form of ADD and ADHD. We were completely on one subject and... <laughs> What, have we switched subjects? Have I, we, I haven't even noticed. I, I believe we have. How many, how many like half thought out bullshit topics have we done so far? I don't know. Like, well, I know we were talking about, uh, obviously, I don't know where the hell we, we left the off. Ministry of Truth. We got the cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah. Um, I'm pulling up little tabs, trying to do a little search as we go along here. Right. That's what the thing. I think I was trying to cover a little basis while you were looking up something over there. Do, do you remember what the hell you were researching? No, I mean, the last thing I looked up was the, uh, we stopped that weakened immune system. Cause you were talking about how you crushed those two beers on that podcast. And that was a wild brother. That was like 15, 20 minutes, 15 ago, minutes ago. Yeah. But no, I mean, it, it's just crazy, man. I mean, I, I'm so happy that Elon Musk bought Twitter. Yes. Um, 
I am curious where he is going to go with it. I know he's talking about bringing back freedom of speech. I'm sure banning, like, everybody's crying, like, oh, banning is gone. No, I'm sure there's still going to be banning. There's going to be ridiculous, but he's going to allow people to voice their opinion. Um, I have been, I have heard and read that he will not be allowing Trump back on the platform. Oh, by the way, our producer just sent me a text message. She, she's currently at the gym, you know, working out. Yeah. Uh, she says we were talking about food price increase and we we're talking okay. about, okay, so we are back to that. Well, we'll talk about Elon Musk. We'll be back about you in a minute. Um, so we're, t- <laughs> wow. I can't believe we did that. All right, so we're, we're talking about how you, yeah, these mysterious pl- um, plants and stuff like that burning up. I That's what I was going to relate to that I said I wanted to research, but you have heard about this. You have seen this. Yes, yeah, man. That was, because uh, I I mean, you know, I eat one to two pounds of meat a day, so I'm pretty, pretty, I look into that world quite a bit. And um, yeah, I've been hearing a lot about these mysterious explosions at the fertilizer plants and meat processing facilities, which, you know, that's highly suspicious. Extremely. Like, how the fuck can you have like how many, I don't even know how many there were, but there was a number of them that like mysteri- mysteriously all happened to explode and have problems around the same time. That is way too goddamn coincidental for it to be some like weird anomaly in nature or something like right. that's sabotage. That's it is, and especially when we're being warned that the cost of meat and stuff like that is going, it's it's fishy. Yeah, and then you got douche Gates over here talking about buying up all the farmland, trying to push fake meat on people, and talking very, very much about, like, we're not even out of the woods on this pandemic yet because he wants to create another one. I mean, he wants to say <laughs> that there's another one uh, coming around the corner that could be significantly worse. So I don't trust that fucker for nothing, really. Right. Why are uh, we taking health advice from a overweight man boob <laughs> software developer anyways? What the hell is that all about? I don't know. He's not a beacon of good health. He should not be giving out any health advice. He's not even he's not even in that industry. He's a freaking tech a geek. Yeah, he's a tech he's nerd. He should not be talking about health. He's making billions of dollars off of vaccines. So the sicker people are, the more money he makes. He wants people to eat fake ass, highly processed fake meat. Dude has a gut and man boobs. <laughs> He, I'm not listening to him about health. <laughs> Hell no. Let me he ask you this though. He was like six foot two, 228 pounds, 15% body fat and just fucking jacked <laughs> talking about some food. Some, I'm going to listen. Genetically engineered meat though. Can you imagine like what no. kind of health complications could even come from that? I, there'll probably be hundreds. Not interested. Right. So Bogues posted over from YouTube says I do run out and get nice steak dinner from time to time. Looking forward to trying the 72-ounce steak challenge at the Big Texan in Armarillo, Texas one day. 72 ounces. That's a, that's a big boy. That's a big fucker. I'll have one of those. I love steak. Matter of fact, yeah, I made some nice steak fried rice today. It was fucking great. Four and a half pounds. So with that being said, that's a four and a half pound steak. I've eaten four pounds of steak in one sitting. No shit. Yeah, when I was, so I did, I'm do, I did, I'm not anymore, but I did that wackadoodle crazy fad diet, the, the carnivore diet, yeah. uh, where it was basically 100% animal product, no fruits, no veggies, no nothing except for meat, eggs, cheese, animal, seafood, just that stuff. Did that for about two and a half years, strict. 
whilst in the midst of that, uh, I ate four pounds in one sitting and it was amazing because I got full. I did not get a distended gut. I did not have any digestive issues. And in fact, I ended up weighing two pounds less the next day. I lost weight after eating four pounds of steak in one sitting. No shit. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in, I like the, I like the carnivore thing a lot better than I like the, the plant-based vegan psycho psych that thing. <laughs> people in there. I'm not a fan of that world. The peta diet. Um, I just, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but I've, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've grown in my decisions on what I'm going to consume now, and it's still very much meat heavy, one to two pounds a day. But I do eat a lot of white rice and in an ungodly amount of fruit every single day. I mean, it works, right? So, like as we know, I've done the keto. We've talked about this before on the show. I've done the yeah. keto for 260 pounds down to 190 pounds. It works. Meat, cheese, you and were veggies. A fat guy. I was, dude, the pictures of me, how I looked, I was fucking fat. Dude, those before and afters, you put up that before and after. Yeah. That's a, like, you could see, like, you had a, you'd, you'd lost a face. Like, you had a whole other face on your face that you lost. Right. Yeah, you were a, you were a little chubber. <laughs> I was. Fucking... No, man, it's uh, it's insane. So it does work. And I've added rice back in, but I seem to manage to keep the weight off. But I also think it's because of my crazy work life right now, too. Um, yeah, but you need the carbs, right? You do need, need the carbs. carbs. I burn them off like crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's insane. I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get to on this podcast tonight, guys, is everybody, I don't care what political spectrum you're in. I don't even care if you're that liberal who's on your knees that cried when Donald Trump got elected. You should honestly sit there and look at what's happening right now within our country, what our government is currently doing. You should be extremely, extremely concerned about this ministry of truth. If you like your opinions, if you like the stuff that you like to get out there, you know, if you want your opinion to matter, even on the far left, you should not like this ministry of truth. The freedom of speech, the freedom to say what you like to say, whether people believe you or not, whether they agree with you or not, it is yours. And it should be voiced if you want it to be voiced. And for the government to, to try to control that, which they are absolutely trying to do with this ministry of truth, it should scare the fucking hell out of you. <sighs> Elon Musk, if you ever hear this podcast, which I highly doubt, sir, kudos to you for purchasing Twitter and trying to back, bring back freedom of speech on a platform that has been all about censoring freedom of speech from Jack Dorsey to the current guy that took over the reins at that time. I can't remember his fucking name, but I remember a post I was hearing about that he posted talking about how it's not about freedom of speech on the platform. Um, yeah, it's crazy. What do we got here for taxes? You actually made a clear. good point without talking shit. Let's see. Your, amazing. your rights are like muscles. If you don't flex them, they will go away. We the people, baby. Thank you, Mr. John Tibbetts. I appreciate you, right? That, that was an awesome comment from John Tibbetts. John Tibbetts, thanks yeah. for coming in clutch coming, on that Coming one. through with Right? Like, no shit. Not shit talking <laughs> roasting? What? Yeah. I mean, if I have to give a closing statement, that's my closing statement. I don't care who you are. Your freedom of speech right now is being attacked by the government. And it's starting with the Ministry of Truth. People need to wake up on all sides. If anybody would ever like to become a, uh, come on this podcast and talk to us, and I've always had this invite out there, whether 
you're a Democrat, whether you're liberal, whether you're Republican, I don't care. If you want to come on this show and talk about issues that are bothering you, or maybe we said something that triggered you and you're yelling at us, bitching at us, cussing at us, uh, as you're listening or watching, come on the show. We'll talk civilly. But the moment you start yelling at us, we will boot you. We'll kill your feed. But I'm more than... more than well, welcome you onto the show. What was you about to say, Political brother? Affiliation aside, man, just if there's uh, anybody smarter than us that <laughs> knows more about medicine, knows more about or has dealt with somebody who's had health complications from smoking or alcoholism, um, you know, please do. Please, please speak up and don't, don't, uh, don't be shy. Speaking of that, so, we do have a special show coming up, brother. Um, I got, I got to get in the works. I got to get a hold of my sister-in-law still, but we are going to have a show about addiction. I have a, I have my sister-in-law who is a recovering addict who's now doing phenomenal in her life. Uh, but I also met this young lady. Her name is Lily over on TikTok. Uh, she is also another recovering addict um, who's turned her life around. Um, and there's her whole thing now on TikTok is to try to help people out in the recovering uh, status. So I want to bring those two on the show with us and, and, you know, talk to them about recovery and talk to them about their addictions. And I will be the first to put it out there that I am myself and I will heavily admit it recovering alcoholic. I have drank before on the show. You guys have seen me have a beer and I shouldn't have because it, I do enjoy the flavor of alcohol. But at the same time, I don't know when to shut down. I don't know when to stop. I am a what we call a social alcoholic. If I'm sitting there conversating with people, having a great conversation, jamming out to music, I can drop fucking booze. And then by the time you know it, I'm puking. You know, it's horrible. Um, so I have decided not to touch a drip of alcohol anymore for the rest of my friggin' life, for the health of myself and for the better of my family, my wife, my children, and my, everybody else in my family around me. Yeah. Probably, um, probably for the better. Right. The fact that you can recognize that, um, is quite a bit better than a lot of other folks who, who are addicts and they're still in denial. Um, or even if they're not in denial and they're, they've come to accept the fact that they've got an addiction, but they're still not quite ready to do something about it because it's not easy right. to, to make that change. Right. Like, cause like, you're right, man. Alcohol does taste delicious. It does. Like, I mean, there's so, too many good beers out there, too many good boozes, too many good mixed drinks that just, you know, if you, if you like flavor, you're going to like it. And like, like, right. Having a buzz is a, is a fun thing. So it's, it's a very slippery slope. It's, it can be, it can, it can get out of hand really, really quickly and it can get really out of hand. That it can. So we will have a good special episode on that folks. I'll make sure I promote that out a week before we do that show. So everybody who would like to listen or watch that show, you'll be able to, for you folks on wisdom, I will make an audio file the, uh, a week before. So you guys will know when we're doing that show. So you'll be able to tune in. Um, I really don't have anything else. I mean, my biggest points that I wanted to point out was number one, the ministry of truth, how that should be concerning to people. I wanted to point out this ridiculous menthol ban, but not come and attack and flavored alcohol and how stupid that is, because I'm sorry to tell you, I think the flavored alcohol that's out there is probably more enticing than ment- more enticing than menthol cigarettes or menthol vape. To me, that that I mean, whipped cream, fucking vodka, hell yeah, let's drink. So you know, that that seems more enticing to me. 
Um, with that being said, that's the shit that I wanted to point out. We, we got a pretty good conversation. We had an hour long podcast today. Um, that's where I really want to go. And I've already said my closing statement. Um, but anybody ever wants to be on the show, feel free to email us at on air at the Mark G show.com next week. I'll make sure the email is also down in this ticker. I should have put the email down in there, but I'll make sure the emails on the ticker for next week. Um, I will put it in the notes in Apple and Spotify for those who are listening on there. You can look up there and you'll have our email in there. Gary, what do you got left to say, brother? Uh, I just, uh, I agree, man. Um, ministry of truth should be, should be very concerning. Anything that has to do with controlling how we communicate to one another, uh, should be a concern. Fantastic. Everybody. Thank you for tuning in today. Um, check us out the Mark G show.com. I'm going to work on some apparel here soon, too. we got to get some of that back up. But, yeah, check us out. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, check out our social media stuff. Mark G Show, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Snowflake Melter, the Mark G Show. Mark is your everyday, hardworking business owner that loves America. And he certainly doesn't mind telling it like it is. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. To send an email, it's on air at themarkgshow.com. And find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Mark G Show. See you next time. Thank you.